Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again. Uh, we're going to complete our reading and uh, comments uh, from the book of 1 Corinthians today. I'm going to ask you to tackle four chapters with me, chapters 13, 14, 15, and 16. And uh, so if you've got a Bible, it's convenient. Uh, for you to do so, open it to chapter 13. Uh, our, our comments today will come from chapter 15, the first 11 verses. Uh, maybe one of the more well-known, uh, at least uh, known of, portions of Scripture to be found in the Bible is the great uh, statements that Paul makes regarding the way of love found in chapter 13. And uh, so often utilized on wedding invitations and as part of wedding ceremonies. And I'm, I'm sure that's uh, appropriate. But remember, he's not talking about marriage here so much as he is talking about uh, the way in which the believer should uh, love each other, uh, particularly within the confines of the church. Uh, he offers a corrective in, in terms of spiritual gifts, and uh, I, I won't detail it completely uh, here, uh, but, but, I, but I certainly think uh, uh, chapter 14 uh, is, an, is a corrective uh, regarded to uh, various types of ecstatic type uh, outburst in the church and uh, a way uh, to, to monitor the exercise of tongues and it, while it was still certainly a legitimate gift uh, there in uh, this age, uh, it was also already being abused and so Paul gives correctives and uh, even uh, the purpose uh, for, for tongues uh, that is fulfillment of scripture uh, that is assigned to the nation of Israel, uh, that their privilege, opportunity, their position uh, in terms of being God's people has now passed because of their rebellion and their rejection of, uh, of God and His Son, Jesus Christ. Chapter 15, great chapter on the resurrection, the resurrection of Christ and our hope of uh, one day being raised like Him. We'll come back to that in a moment. Chapter 16, Final words, uh, a word uh, about his plan, uh, uh, an appeal uh, for a, an offering uh, so that they can uh, leave the suffering of the church in Jerusalem. And uh, final, final instructions uh, related to uh, uh, his uh, relationships in the church. And, and then, of course, a greeting uh, from those that are with him uh, in, in the writing of uh, this, this particular letter. And so back in chapter 15, uh, in these uh, verses that I highlighted, uh, verses 1 through 11, we see one of the, the most straightforward, the most uh, simple, accurate, direct, concise, easy to understand statements of what the gospel is. And um, uh, one of the tragedies of the modern church, I fear that if you speak to the average churchgoer, and ask them a simple question, could you tell me what the gospel is, uh, you would get a great number of confused answers as to maybe something about their experience or something about God or something about what they did or who knows, any number of things. Uh, but the gospel is that which God has done for us in uh, the person and work of our Lord Jesus Christ, which Paul states with, for us uh, with great brevity and, and great clarity here in uh, chapter 15. So let's read. Now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and which you stand, and by which you're being saved, if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. 
For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures, that He was buried and He was raised on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures, and that He appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. And then He appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Then He appeared to James, then to all the apostles, last of all, as to one untimely born. He appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, unworthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. His grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. Whether then it was I or they, so we preach, so you believed. And so a reminder, he's covered a great number of topics but the central topic, the ultimate topic, the foundational topic for the church is the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ. And upon that and in that, we stand. And uh, he offers kind of a word of warning uh, that you've believed this truth and you're being saved. And that seems to suggest kind of an ongoing uh, uh, aspect of our salvation if you hold fast if you continue, if you continue to believe, uh, if you continue uh, to embrace the implications of this gospel. And so he reminds them that he proclaimed it. Remember uh, uh, in the first devotion from uh, 1 Corinthians, we spoke of uh, his reflection upon arriving in Corinth, for I determined to know nothing among you but Jesus Christ and him crucified. And so here again, I delivered you what was first in importance, that which he received, that Jesus Christ, he died for our sins, and that was in fulfillment of the Word of God, that He was buried and that He was raised in accordance with the Scripture. And then the various appearances, that, that He appeared, he was, really he was really dead, He was really raised, and there's ample evidence to authenticate these claims that the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ is validation that that which we claim, namely that Jesus was the Son of God, that the Son of God was rejected and crucified, that the Son of God was then raised from the dead and now ascended to the right hand of the Father, that all of these things are true and that they are reasonable and they are that which you must believe. They are those, those things which you can believe that you can be certain of, and they are, and they are that which God has done uh, to save you. And so, if you uh, are ever asked the question, "What? Well, what is the gospel?" Well, you can do no better than to turn to First Corinthians chapter fifteen, uh, verses three, four, and five, to give you as succinct and concise and clear and accurate statement of that which the gospel is, than that found uh, there in this passage. So I pray that this is a blessing to your day, and I'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.